The U.S. Department of Transportation reminds you not to be a distracted driver this Labor Day weekend. Hello? What? Oh, that's Return of the Jedi. I'm watching it in my car. <laughs> it's deep fried turkey. I just cooked it right here. What? I'm grooming my dog and playing the banjo. Oh, my duck just flew in my face. My duck. What? That was a dolphin. I'm making a dining room table out of solid oak. Honey, would you fill this jar up with varnish and hand me the lighter and the firecrackers? Yeah, hang on a second. Hey, hang on, the duck's on fire. Hey, learn how to drive, pal! Remember, watching movies, deep frying, pet grooming, banjo playing, loose ducks, aquatic mammals, woodworking, using fireworks, and cell phone use are dangerous distractions. Please, when you're driving, just drive. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Talk 1470 WWNN, GDPRRevolution99.com, and of course, SoFloRadio.com. Welcome to the Labor Day edition of the Brit Summer Show, and I wanted to start off light this week, uh, and I may go lighter later on, but for now, I want to start on this from the top. There's some, what people do, how people react to each other. It's just, well, let me put it this way. Uh, a little backstory here. I am a liberal progressive Democrat. 
I am a board member in a local Democratic club, also on a Democratic women's club. And for the most part, those who I encounter uh, in my travels in the Democratic Party are very nice, thoughtful, open-minded people. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on in any of those clubs. I wouldn't be welcome there. Uh, but I am, and I'm very proud to say that I'm a member. However, there are those, principally the ones that have podcasts or on the radio, that claim to be... It's a very important position to be in these days because there are very, very few liberal progressive broadcasters out there. And we have a few, few on the air, but primarily on the Internet. And it's one thing to go on the air or on a podcast and claim to be open minded and progressive thinking and all this and be absolutely full of crap. Because here's the thing about many progressive, so-called progressive liberals out there. And as I said, I am a liberal progressive. And as far as uh, my Republican friends are concerned, yes, uh, commie pinko fag too. So I have license to say this. Uh, you're full of crap. Because a lot of liberals are only as liberal as far as it is convenient. There is a line that they stop at. Only when it has to do with things that they're concerned with, nobody else. It's a very selfish position to be in. And it's a lot of them who say they care, and they don't. They say they care. I'll say it again. They say how much they care. They say how much they're concerned for society and for us and for everybody. And it's all a bunch of bubba mice. All they care about is themselves and, and nobody else, really. We have someone who right now is suffering from cancer. Nicole Sandler. She's uh, undergoing an operation this week. And uh, she'll be out for several weeks, naturally, to recover. But it's there's more cancer to be found. So this won't be the end of it. She needs help. And I've been doing everything that this little show can do to get word out there about you caring forward slash Nicole dash Sandler and helping to fund what, what is essentially an, an emergency funding account. This woman's life is at stake. It is a life and death situation. And many of her listening audience have stepped up, admirably so, and, and contributed whatever they had, okay? Uh, I'm promoting her you caring forward slash Nicole dash Sandler as much as I can. I put it on my website. Uh, I'm doing my part. But there are people she worked with in this business. And I'm not going to mention names, but they know who they are. She worked with these people, and there's several of them who have an opportunity to reach out and help. And all they have to do is just put the link on their website or just mention you caring forward slash Nicole dash Sandler. So all they have to do takes, how long did that take me? Two seconds? Two seconds. But here's the thing. They don't care. They don't care. You know when they care? When they need something done for them. Then it's okay. Then they reach out for help. Anything you need. Yeah, well, not when it comes to someone outside their bubble. And at one time or another, Nicole was in their bubble. I'm talking on a national scale, too. And it's fucking wrong. It's everything that's opposite of what they profess to be.
And uh, that is a lie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, in a lot of cases, they're in some cases, they're fun to listen to. In some cases, they're informative. But don't you believe for two seconds that they're actually progressive liberals? Because if they were, and they gave a crap about other people, then this would not be an issue. I wouldn't be talking about it right now. Yeah, liberals. Let me tell you something about liberals. Even they don't want to have anything to do with some crazy tranny in South Florida. They know about me, and I've reached out to several of them, and I've heard nothing back. Okay, well, if I do, fine. But right now, it's pretty clear what my standing is in uh, in the uh, progressive broadcasting community. That's okay. I'm doing my thing. And I do it a hell of a lot better, I might add, than some of the garbage I've been hearing on progressive voices overnight and on the weekend. That's some pretty weak shit. Anybody who's on progressive voices that's uh, starting out, that's, uh, I don't know how the hell they wrangled a a program on uh, the biggest progressive network uh, online. I'm going to tell you something no one else is telling you. Nobody's listening to you. You are a tune out. Nobody wants to listen to, Hi, everybody. Here's what we're going to talk about this week. Or you'll hear this. Oh, oh, what was that one guy? I don't know their names, okay? I don't want to know. Because I don't care about their programs. They suck. And the one guy, I don't know what his name is. But he talks this way, and he's like, uh, you can hear him shuffling through his notes, and uh, he's got like this very uh, laid-back voice, like, uh, hey, baby, I'm on the radio. That technique doesn't work either. Here's the problem. You are embarking on a very important public service that no longer exists on the public airwaves. So my problem with you people is... At least do a good job. At least try to be good at it. Don't sit down and fart and burp and mumble and and drool out your mouth. At least try to be interesting. Not the way you think, but the way it should be done. The way a radio, and I don't care if it's a podcast, it's still a radio show. There's no video to most of these, a Progressive Voices Network. We can't see you. So if we can only hear you, at least make it listenable. Nobody can sit next to their computer or their phone and listen to... Hi, everybody. Nobody can take it, especially me. And it's a goddamn shame. Because what you're talking about is important. And it's just just going into thin air because no no one can take it. So at least try to do a good job. And those who do have the experience to broadcast and do disseminate information, uh, try to practice what you preach. Okay? Well, we want to help out this community, and we want to reach out, and here's the things you can do to help chip in, to help people. Give me a goddamn break. There's somebody that you all know that needs your help right now. Right now! And all you have to do is take two seconds of your time to say, you caring forward slash Nicole dash Sandler. That's it. And it's done. And if you claim to care about other people, well, here's someone you should care about. In short, what this liberal is saying is most liberals are only liberal to a point. 
and most progressives who claim to be progressives, open-minded, thoughtful people, they're only progressive to a point. And to be doing cartwheels about Hillary, uh, yeah, she's liberal. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, but she's done so much for this community. She's done so much. She hasn't done crap. And do I have to play the audio again when the only time in her political career and the only time in the history of the Clintons that she gave a straight answer without any kind of tap dancing involved? And that's when Chris Matthews asked her in 2002, do you support same-sex marriage? No. 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 She said, do you think New York State should recognize gay marriage? No. No. Okay. Flat out, and it's the only time ever on record that you'll find her actually giving a definitive answer. So all this political posturing and all of this uh, campaign theater, everybody bought onto it. Oh, I'm sure she's got our back. Uh, Rachel Maddow famously once said, uh, I don't feel like the Clintons have my back. She said that before she got the check. You know how who else got the check? You know who else is getting checks? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She's still getting checks. And she's getting checks from various corporations, putting a little spit in the back of the check and putting it on her forehead. Yeah. She is proud to be a corporate whore. Pr- takes pride in it. And uh, our local school system, the Broward County Teachers Union which makes Jimmy Hoffa's version of the Teamsters look tame in comparison. <laughs> well, they had a so-called meeting in a Plantation. This is for uh, everybody that doesn't live here. Plantation is a... Uh, uh, that's just another part of Broward County. And she appeared with the Broward County Teachers Union while they were conducting early voting. Now... I understand that by law, a candidate running for office is not allowed within a hundred feet of their voting precinct. This was a different thing. And the Broward County Teachers Union uh, is no stranger to scandal. Uh, The former president of the union is sitting in the tombs right now uh, for, uh, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, illegal construction contracts. He was skimming from the, uh, I guess he was getting approval for construction that never took place in keeping the money. Something like that. Well, anyway, he's in jail, and that was just last month. So uh, I'm certain they didn't, have, they didn't have to do any cleanup after that because I got very, very little press. And what are the Broward County residents with their kids going to these schools? Uh, how would they know? Because they're busy all day working. They don't have time to pay attention to such things. So that naturally, they don't know what's going on. Uh, but you may want to take a look at it, and it's available anytime online. Take a look at John Oliver's last show for the summer and where he was talking about the charter school scams. Now, I didn't know much about it until they pretty much spelled it out how it works and quite simply what it is. Corporate gets involved with a public school and takes all the public taxpayer money. And then they go away. Uh, In one case, naturally, down here, right here in paradise, sunny South Florida, uh, one guy did get busted for doing that, uh, for scamming the uh, county for fake school money. That's what charter schools are so if you have a corporation so i don't know how that part works somehow you can buy into a school and take all the money essentially that's what it but i mean i would play the i would play the video for you but it's awfully long so uh, when you get a chance look at uh, john oliver's last show explaining to you how uh, charter schools are scamming you 
And uh, as scams may go, so does the Broward Teachers Union, which is a modern version of the mob. That's how they operate now. I was watching this making of the mob that was running on TNT. I think it was TNT anyway. And uh, I can't help but draw a parallel of how today's corporate, without the mass killings, that's the only thing they don't do. But their business models are identical to the Chicago mob, to uh, how they started running Vegas, monopolizing everything, to the New York mob. You you take out the contracts, the the hits and all that, and you got pretty much the same business model as you do with the mob as you do with the nice, clean corporates with nice, clean white people wearing nice, clean suits. And uh, they're no different. No different. They just run it a little bit cleaner. That's all they changed about it. And how did I get away with it? Very simple. Nobody's paying attention. And for the most part, there's nothing to pay attention to because we no longer have any news. Uh, Tom Hartman had a great show about that, about how the uh, news bureaus have been all shut down. There aren't any news bureaus anymore. Uh, I think MSNBC, what's that guy's name? Richard Engel. He's the only foreign correspondent they have. He's very good. I think he's from the Bronx. Uh, And he's the only one they have. One. One. Foreign correspondent. Of course, Fox Fake News has none. And uh, CNN does have a a studio in in London. So as far as the news is concerned, it's pretty much been decimated. And I have to ask you, well, I'm going to get to this in a moment. Because there's been something maybe you haven't thought about in a while. Also, I should say on the uh, second half of this show which will be brought to you by Uber Airlines, whose slogan is, Our skilled pilots watched all the airport movies. Uh, So we got this. Yeah. Round trip tickets from uh, L.A. to New York starting at 1999. (laughs) Uber Airlines. The second half of this show, I'm going to be talking about something that's amusing to me. And you're welcome to join if you want. (laughs) But... I like history. I'm hysterical about history. And most people are not. Uh, But uh, it's a great way to kill time. This one's for you, Debbie Watham and Schultz. Good idea to check for love. What you need is a therapeutic drug. Don't need a doctor, I'll save you the trip. You just let me test your Johnny Fever, Dr. Pepper, 
Dr. Brown. Hey, if you're tired of the Dr. same old grind working in a dead-end job, then click our pop-up ad to the online Diploma Mill University. In three short hours and seven thousand dollars later, Dr. you will be awarded with a doctorate Dr. of your choice. Here's the dean of our university, the sanctimonious uh, Professor Erwin Corey. Yes. With the online Diploma Mill University, you can learn anything you want, like the difference between a preposition and the preparation age, or the art of bitterness and hatred, while administering anesthesia in the nude, like Dr. Loris Lessinger. Dr. Marcus Welby. Dr. Doolittle. The Dr. online Dr. Diploma Spain Mill Club. University is brought to you in Dr. conjunction Dr. with the Willy Chichi Online Casino. Professor we Whoopi. promise not to steal your credit card Game number. Leonardo. We'll give it right back. It's Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. Where you're hearing things, where you're hearing things. Kabul, Kabul. Kabul, Kabul. I'm Abdul Rashid, and on my head I have a towel that I love. And when I pray, I say to Allah above, life don't mean a thing at all. The rain falls on our head, the tablecloth will do instead. Oh, life don't mean a thing, unless it's me who has the bombers up above. Look like a girl when I run holding my dress up, please don't shoot off my ball. There rise is what we do for Kukla and Allah, that's why. Pentagon and New York, too. Okay, baby, that's out of line. Stop bombing me. Kabul, okay, now it's over the top and we blew the towers up. Kabul, and I'm going to get an idiot by shooting my balls off. Kabul, and I don't mean anything at all. Kabul, Kabul, Fun Talk 1470, WWNN, The Brit Summer Show. Uh, this uh, EpiPen controversy about the, uh, uh, what's her name? Heather Bresch, <laughs> whose breath is very fresh. Uh, children have died uh, because of her greed. First of all, in spite of ACA, Obamacare, and all that, the insurance industry is just an extortion scam, as I said, as I say a lot, based on the business model of the uh, early 20th century mob. And not so much baseball bats and the clubbing over the head, but or the stabbings or the shootings. They do it differently. They kill people differently. Like this Martin Scarelli, who they got him on some charges, but it wasn't murder. They should have brought him up on murder charge or attempted murder charges. I don't think he jacked the price up long enough where people actually died. Uh, but this woman here, Heather Bresch, uh, Joe Manchin's daughter, which, by the way, they're going to be downplaying her name in the news. They're going to go after the pharma company, Mylar or Mylan or whatever it is, which, by the way, she was a lobbyist for. And by my research, uh, the uh, EpiPen costs to manufacture uh, an average of 55 cents. This woman should be brought up on charges of murder, or as they said in the 40s, murder. You ever notice that in uh, noir movies or the uh, old radio shows? Uh, they never said murder. They said, uh, <laughs> hey, Sarge, this ain't no suicide. This looks like murder. But uh, children who, who need these EpiPens are dying. 
Because in Republican-run states like this one, poor families who can't get health care, well, then they just die. That's it. Insurance and pharma companies are nothing more than an extortion racket. They all should have the slogan, you want to live? Or, or if you want to live. But I'd like to know why this isn't classified as murder one or genocide. We're talking about massive amounts of people here who need these drugs to live. And if they don't get these drugs, well, then they die. So how is this not murder one or attempted genocide? How are these people not brought up on charges? Could it be their level of income? Huh? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And not to mention they're white and they're very well dressed and they eat nice clean food in nice clean restaurants and drive nice clean cars and have nice clean places to live and live a nice clean lifestyle all by themselves except when it comes to murder. Because there's some kind of a rule written somewhere. Uh, Let's say, oh, by some stroke of luck, I will make a couple of million dollars. Does that mean... I have to re-register as a Republican to protect my money. Because if I was a very wealthy person, I would adopt the philosophy of wanting to live in a wealthy country. I'm not into the Bennets and the Serfs uh, or the uh, servitude of the, of the little people. Hmm. But this woman here, this Heather Bresch, she should be in jail for murder one. She's a murderer. Anybody who does this is a murderer. And I don't know how you could see it as anything else because people, little kids, are dying from this, this, this act of greed. Nothing more than greed. Yeah, you'll be seeing her on there. Anyway, what did I say? I was going to lighten up the show a little bit today. I think I will now. I really want to go back to school, but I really don't want to leave my room. <laughs> Then an online university is for you. But which? <laughs> Chandler University. It's an online university like no other, with courses galore. But that's only part of going to college. Ask anyone who's been. We fill in the blanks with all the extras. Online pep rallies, online football games, even online keggers. Chug. 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 Online toga parties, online band practices, online woman studies. Stop being so phallocentric. And online fraternities and sororities. I really, really love you guys. Chandler University, the entire college experience. <laughs> without ever leaving the couch. <laughs> awesome. It's Boca Brit Summers, from Florida to you. She's a little piece of ass, but from music she don't know. Sampling from the past, this was our song, you know. Made the bass line stronger, the mix is longer, on and on it goes. You really blow, you hope. Then 
Summer Show on Fun Talk 1470 WWNN. We're approaching the internet detour and we're going to have to take a ride up to the cloud from here on out. So to my radio listening audience, thanks for tuning in once again. I'll see you all here uh, in a couple weeks because it's Labor Day and uh, hey, you're taking it off. So why shouldn't I? Anyway, I'll see you back here in two weeks right here. I'm 1470 WWNN at four o'clock Sunday and don't forget you can access the rest of this show on thebritsummershow.com. The only licensed transgendered broadcaster. Licensed? <laughs> well, you're tuned to the place where you'll hear the truth. It's the Brit Summer Show. And that's the truth. That's the truth, baby! of our time as a result of object white collar crime Republicans on the side of God left us on our ass and we lost our jobs in the USA Complacency should be in the past With all the Republican shoes in your ass All your blue suit cracker cocks that raised us Here's a bailout check, have a great vacation USA is detonation God is hyperinflation. The Brit Summer Show, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and uh, SoFloRadio.com. And of course, you're probably listening to me right now on SoundCloud, uh, which you can uh, access through my website, TheBritSummerShow.com. And I, I want to thank my listeners. Uh, not just for their generous donations, but for having a good sense of humor. That's really hard to find, especially these days. Humor's gone, man. I mean, it's like you can't joke about this person. You can't joke about those people. You can't joke about that thing. And and Jerry Seinfeld's right. He, he stopped uh, touring the college campuses because rather than taking life lightly and just uh, having a laugh or two, well, they're, they're very sensitive. We're very sensitive over here. And generally, my audience is, uh, they get it. They understand what I do. And if they hear a bit, a comedy bit that they may not like or they, they uh, don't agree with, it's still, uh, it's all done in fun because this is, after all, a radio show. 
and uh, kind of a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> Which everybody now has. I mean, just look in your back pocket right now or take a look in your purse and you'll find a podcast. <laughs> you can have your very own podcast without any training, knowledge, or background. I don't want to mention progressive voices by name. Really progressive voices? Really? What do you do there? <laughs> I mean, you run out in the street. Hey, you want a podcast? Come on, ProgressiveVoices.com. I mean, other than their major anchor shows, I'm talking about the stuff in between. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Today we're going to be talking about the disparaging comments about Hillary's health and all the speculation about her wearing a catheter and a colostomy bag and wearing a diaper. Yeah, I, I think she does. That would explain the pylon cones that she wears for an outfit. If she had a continence problem that would be perfectly understandable for a 70 year old woman but why not just come out with it well i guess it's nothing you want to talk about but in this age of cell phone technology it's kind of hard to hide and yeah i think she has a catheter on the gun she's she's carrying a wee wee bag i have no regrets if i should get wet Long as I have depends on me. Life is so sweet when I go right here in my seat and have those depends on me. It's a big relief to know I can stay on the go. Don't worry about control when I'm walking or sitting or whatever I do. Now the only problem that I'm having is I gotta change every time I whiz and put new depends on. want to sit next to me I gotta tell you just how safe it'll be as long as there's depends on Hi, I'm June Allison. Notice you haven't seen me in movies for a long time. That's because I always wet my pants. Remember my love scene with Jimmy Stewart in that Monty Stratton picture? I was soaked. Do you know Gene Kelly's famous dance and singing in the rain? That wasn't rain, that was me. But I'm back, thanks to Deep End Adult Diapers. They're so absorbent, it's like having two rolls of toilet paper in your back pocket. Oh, and each diaper has colorful pictures of the great stars of the 40s. Fred Astaire, Donald O'Connor, and there's me. (laughs) June Allison. I still wet my pants, but thanks to Deep End, I'm working again. You're listening to The Brit Summers Show. On his hip, just above his knee, there's a bag where he can pee. Hey, how about that? Jeff Cohen's got a wee-wee bag. Tell you why that bag's on his leg. Don't have to go running. You get to stay in one place. And that's not bad. Jeff Cohen's got a wee wee bag. On a trip or at a show. 
You can take it wherever you go. It feels a bit funky, but you can't beat the luxury of instant relief. One of these days, it's gonna be the craze. The John ain't so jiffy when you can use your leg. It's a new fad. Jeff Cohen's got a wee-wee bag. Don't shake it left and don't shake it right. The Brit Summer Show, SoFloRadio.com, FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com. I just want to say one more thing about my faker uh, liberal progressives. Uh, If I'm wrong about what I say, I want to be wrong about this. So prove me wrong. Mention we caring forward slash Nicole dash Sandler. Help out someone who deserves to be helped. Help out somebody in our tribe. Let's see how, how we band together and support each other, okay? Let's see how true you are to your convictions. Let's see how you can practice what you preach. Oh, yeah. So go ahead, prove me wrong on that. And speaking of that, uh, just a quick thing about last week's show about Larry Wilmore. Yes, I know. John Stewart produced the show. It's a little bit different than when he was controlling the Daily Show. That was his machine. Uh, when you invest in a property like that, as far as content and control is concerned, well, then, then it's up to the people that you hire. Uh, so it's a little bit different situation. And, and as far as Larry's concerned, he's got a new show coming out. He's producing. And he has, he's a producer for another show. He's, Larry will be doing fine. Uh, I, I feel bad for us because we lost another Truth to Power program. And they're getting mighty rare these days. So rare that uh, we have to wait till mid-September to see John Oliver again. I wanted to ask, uh, <laughs> here's a thing I've been wondering about. And not to mention, this is a great idea for John Oliver when he comes back for his writers. Uh, if they're listening to this show, here's my suggestion for uh, one of your seg- one of your small segments, the how is this still a thing segment. This would be perfect. Spam mail. How the hell, How is that still a thing? Because if you got like, let's say Gmail, I don't have Yahoo anymore, MSN. By the way, I used to have Hotmail, and they just go ahead and delete your email without asking. So I'm sticking with Gmail. Okay, I know it's filled with bugs and spyware and malware and all that, but one thing I like about it is if you have spam mail, it keeps it in a separate page, and it's easy. You can delete all your spam at once, and at some points I have up two, three, four, five hundred spam mails, and then I just delete them like <laughs> in a couple of seconds. I'm, I'm just wondering... It must be effective for them still to be sending out spam emails. They don't work with me. I delete them immediately. I guess somebody's clicking on that stuff. A lot of it's really obvious when they have like just symbols at the top in the the subject area. And who clicks on that stuff? Really? People are that stupid? I, I, oh, I just answered my own question. Yeah, people are that stupid. Look who we have running for president on both parties. We are a nation of the dumb, ladies and gentlemen, and we can only hope and keep our legs crossed that someday we'll be smarter. We'll do anything 
want us to We're the puppets We buy everything they sell on the news We're the puppets So easy to manipulate with dumb puppets. Our liberties have all gone away. We're dumb puppets. Let them waterfall. That's not that makes you more. What does that matter to you? Who needs rights anymore? That's what corporate's for. The suits care deeply for you. We're the puppets. No protesting, no boycotts or strikes. We're the puppets. Raise the price just as high as they like We're dumb puppets Media tells us all to obey their commands Nobody has the balls to take a stand We're dumb puppets Screwing you, screwing me, don't mean a thing you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. And I said earlier, this is the Labor Day edition, so I wanted to relax and do an easy show this week. And there's something I just uh, thought would be interesting to bring up because it's interesting to me. And if it's not interesting to you uh, and you don't like history, uh, tune out now <laughs> because it has to do with music. Music. Yes, the music of your life. And this is something that hasn't been recorded in any journals or, or uh, there hasn't been any real comprehensive history written about it or there's no documentary. And those of you who like the documentaries uh, about music, uh, like The Wrecking Crew, Standing in the Shadows of Motown, the Stax documentary, and it goes on. But there hasn't been a, a documentary about uh, the, well, l- let me put it this way. Uh, after World War II in Europe, uh, in war-torn Europe, to use a, yes, in war-torn Europe. Well, it was war-torn, and uh, England was in very bad shape, uh, so as well as France, and there wasn't much in the way of entertainment for that. They had our films to watch and our records to listen to, but their, their radio, there was nothing on the air. Uh, let's say, well, I'm talking like right after the war, 1946. Well, well, here's the interesting thing. They did have their transmitters and their towers intact. And they started broadcasting from a church. I don't know the name of the church. See, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of research that needs to be done, but you probably have to go to London to find out how all this transpired. But uh, I can tell you that the Beatles... Uh, all the famous music, Eric Clapton, any famous musician you can think of, grew up with this. 
And there's been nothing. You can find some things online regarding this. Uh, but it's all scattered about. You'd have to put it all together, and there's still a lot of missing pieces. you got to remember, this was during a time when they just did things. They went to this abandoned church because the acoustics were phenomenal. <laughs> uh, they set up an orchestra there. It wasn't yet called the BBC Orchestra. It wasn't yet called the BBC yet. But they just started broadcasting music for about a year or two. And what these musicians did was they sat there for 18, 20 hours a day and just played. They were just writing charts and whatever fell on the paper, they just kept playing. It was to fill the airwaves. It was kind of like a thing where, you know, that make people feel better, uh, relaxing type of thing. Now, you may remember it as it was called Beautiful Music. And the reason why is because after the devastation of World War II, it made perfect sense to have something like that on the radio. And of course, they had their news reports and all this, but it wasn't all put together. And what you heard, if you turned the radio on, was just music. It was either classical, it was pop, or, and, and in those days it was pop. Sometimes it sounded like big band swing, but then it would go back into uh, uh, classical charts again. They weren't covering anything. They were just writing and producing and just playing. Well, that turned into what's called these days in, pro in production. It's called stock music because some of it was saved. Most of it was live. But the stuff that they saved, uh, they, they put it on 78s, and uh, uh, luckily they kept the masters. And here's just some of the people who came out of there. You've heard of the fifth Beatle, right? George Martin? That's where he got his start. Uh, a lot of uh, famous composers uh, naturally got their start. Just sitting there playing 18 hours a day, over and over and over again. By the way, for you Beatles fans out there, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. And you just don't see that anymore. Why? You can't go anywhere with it, even if you do. So if the music behind me sounds familiar, yeah, I used to hear that in department stores. But at one time, that was actually an integral, very important part of post-war recovery uh, for England. And in France, I might add, because here's something you may not know. They had a similar situation where they had uh, what we call stock music, where they had just musicians sitting in and playing stuff and inventing charts. And they came up with something that you may think is one of the most all-American-sounding themes you've ever heard. Yeah, that track was recorded in France right after the war. And uh, I don't know who composed it. So again... That's all I found out. I want to learn more. Uh, maybe you're familiar with this one. Now you may recognize that from uh, Captain Kangaroo, but actually that, that song was uh, written and produced in 1952 by Edward White, uh, who was part of this BBC orchestra that uh, just put all this stuff together. And... And just for those of you who may not be familiar with uh, some of the stuff I'm talking about here, uh, do you remember uh, that BBC series, Doctor in the House? Doctor in the 
that this comes from the stock music and also the Dave Allen Show, which was on PBS for some time. So, yeah, it was like uh, stuff you heard in the department stores uh, up until they just started piping <laughs> oldies, which is what Wal- Walgreens is always playing oldies for some reason. I got it. It reminds me, there was one time I was in Walgreens just recently, and uh, Do What Diddy Diddy Dumb Diddy Do by Manfred Mann. Uh, and there was this like, little, uh, there was a woman there who had her uh, little, I guess, three or four year old daughter in a push cart. And she started singing along with that song. I thought that was adorable in the middle of the store. And it just goes to show that those songs had some hooks. Instead of like what you hear, the, the, the plastic uh, pre-manufactured crap you hear, you got now like uh, the uh, number one top hit right now, uh, Yo Motherfucker Suck My Dick. <laughs> That's what you get now. Whatever's easy, whatever's cheap. Yes. So many uh, TV shows that you're familiar with came from this BBC stock music. Oh, and one thing I should mention. Uh, this went on from 46 to 67. If this sounds familiar... another product of the BBC Orchestra, uh, Laurie Johnson, who did other theme songs, and uh, along with uh, Alan Hackshaw, music that you're familiar with, that you don't know where it came from, well, it came from there, it came from Europe. And uh, it was uh, all put together, I think, by Music House, and then they sold what the existing library that they had was sold to uh, some big stinking fucking corporation, and so it just disappeared. But I was, I'm very grateful to the, the late, great Eric Harold, the very first IT in the early 90s to work with the Neil Rogers Show. And thankfully, uh, he gifted me this uh, BBC library because I looked online just to have a backup. I looked online just to see if I could get a lot of the stuff that I have that you've heard on my, uh, my comedy bits and you hear on my show. You'll hear it under me, or, you, you, or you'll hear it uh, and other uh, funny things. Uh, that's from the BBC Orchestra. And it is a library of stock music that uh, really, I mean, you can find some of it online, but it's really tough to get, and I'm very fortunate to have it. And I'm glad, I don't know, a dozen or so computers blowing up. I was Sometimes I'm smart. I was smart to back it up, because it's uh, very hard to get this stuff. And... What's even harder to get is information, the background on it. Now, if you think it's boring, then let me remind you about a very bad movie about Radio Caroline. The, the, uh, it was only out like five years ago, and it was inaccurate. It was about a, a ship that had a pirate radio station on it off the coast of England uh, in between 63 and 67, and the movie made it look like the bureaucrats at BBC would have nothing to do with rock and roll. Truth of the matter is, they didn't know how to program it. They didn't know how to format the BBC stations to do a top 40 like Drake or Stores type format. Wonderful! 
The only thing they were fighting was signal jamming. That was the that was the real law that they were breaking, but it's too tech to put it in a movie. Oh, and the ship did not sink. No. No, what happened was, in 1967, BBC One was formed, and the DJs that were on that ship went eventually went to BBC One. Actually, BBC Radio is pretty goddamn good. It's a lot better than what we have here. So they learned their lesson, and they learned it well, and we forgot. Wonderful Radio London. Big L. But I just think it's, it's fascinating. That was a piece of history, post-World War II history, that was never properly recorded, was never compiled. And, of course, there's no documentary about it. I'd like to make a documentary about it, but who do I know? Who, who cares about me? Some, some crazy tranny in South Florida. But I think it would be interesting. You couldn't do it here. You'd have to go to Europe to do it because there's very, very little information about it. So I, I just think stuff like that's fascinating. If I bored you with it, I apologize. I'll make up for it by playing another stupid comedy bit. There he was, just a walking on the sea, singing do I did it, did it, dum did it, do. He's the man from the land of Galilee, singing do I did it, did it, dum did it, do. He's good, he's good, divine, divine. He's good, divine. Changes water into one. The next thing I knew, we had a lame man on his feet singing. Do I did it, did it, dumb did it, do? The blind are gonna see and the dumb are gonna speak singing. Do I did it, did it, dumb did it, do? He walked on, walked on through my door, my dog walked on through my door. Then he cured a leper source. Some say he's the son of God Yes they do But there's other people think it's so odd Now he's the reason that we have an Easter day singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it, do And he's the reason that all the Christians pray singing Do I did it, did it, dum did it, do They praise him Praise him, kneel down, kneel down, praise him and kneel down, the man who wore a thorny crown. Do I did it, did it, dum did it, do? Do I did it, did it, dum did it, do? Do I did it, did it, dum he's a Jew? Do I did it, did it, dum he's a Jew? Do I did it, did it, dum he's a Jew? Do I did it, did it? He's a Jew! Just when you thought Crapco Records couldn't possibly be more tasteless. On a warm April evening, on a train bound for Brooklyn, I met this year accountant, never bought to tie the schmooze. That's right, so it's the Catskill Cowboy himself, Dr. Irving Paycheck, singing the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. You'll hear the accountant. You gotta know how to beat him. Know how to cheat him If you wanna live the good life Keep a second set of books And who could forget this flavorful cut? Looking for locks In all the wrong places Looking for locks I'd buy by the cases Quality stuff 
Be sure there's no traces of bones or too much soul. And no collection of old country music would be complete without Dr. Irving Paycheck's dietary classic. I was kosher, then kosher wasn't cool. Yes, Crapco Records proudly presents the all-time greatest hits of Nashville. Those not Miami blues. To order Nashville hits, dial 1-800-CHUTZPAH. Dr. Irving Paycheck, cause he's got those North Miami blues. Yeah, It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. Ann Coulter is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. Coulter is a party girl slut, party girl slut, party girl slut. On her back, legs are spread. Nazi snatch gives good head. Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch, Nazi snatch. A good girl who wants to be a media hoe and prefers it on top quiver. You want more? On this lady? Here's what I'll give you. She's got a book to read about slandering. Nobody knows more about slandering out with a big stupid mouth. Anyone to the left of Mangala? Such a good Christian girl, you want to strangle her. Pontificating who she's hating. Political pundit pontificating. Sprawled on the floor and masturbating. A Republican skanky hoe. She's a federalissimo. Making liberal a dirty word, you know. In a miniskirt showing camel toe. And Coulter knows what hate can be. In a miniskirt that spells fishy. She's a tall drink of water on the side of law and order with a back alley look. If you like your broads taller, if you got the money, she'll spread those legs with a cigarette and a chardonnay. And Coulter and Coulter, political pundit, the angel of the right and an easy lay. That wraps up the Labor Day edition of the Brit Summer Show. That is thebritsummershow.com where you can download it for free on SoundCloud. And I'd like to thank FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and of course, as always, SoFlowRadio.com. And my deep gratitude to everybody who have been generous enough to keep the show going. And uh, when I come back, when I the next show... I'm going to give you the ideas I've been thinking about. And also remember, Nicole Sandler needs your help. And you can help her on youcaring forward slash Nicole-Sandler.com. You don't really have to put the dot com. It'll work. So thanks for downloading me. And uh, as I said earlier in the show, I'll be back in a couple of weeks. And so until then, this is both of Brittany Summer saying the truth. And vote for Tim Canova.